Welcome to Canada's Property Management Podcast, your number one resource for investing, managing, and maximizing the value of your real estate assets. And now, here's your hosts, Carla Brown and Adrian Schultz, Canada's rental property experts. Hello, listeners. Uh, today, I am blessed to have two of my favorite people in the room with me, a virtual room because we're not actually in the same city to talk to you a little bit about what they have done in business, both on the real estate side and in the property management side. So joining me today are Shad and Joanne Rashid. Welcome so much to our podcast, to the both of you. And I am so excited to have you here so we can kind of dive into going back a couple years ago and then bringing our listeners forward on everything that you have uh, developed and achieved thus far. So welcome. Thank, Thank you. Thank you for having us. Okay. As one of my favorite couples out there, I think the listeners need to get to know who you guys are. So I want to back up the bus a little bit and explain that we have Arshad, who joined in one of our sister brands, uh, Century 21 Canada. And how many years ago was that, Arshad? I don't even know that, actually. Well, I've been in the system for about 12 years. Took over the brokerage in 2020, just right before COVID hit. Oh, I, right before COVID, that really like yeah. brings it all together, Joanne. Let's talk about when you made that move. Joanne, do you want to talk about how, how he made that move? I think I think the story is so interesting coming from Joanne's viewpoint. So successful realtor. <laughs> <laughs> he surprised me for sure. It was literally he came home and I thought he was joking. He said, hey, uh, he took over the brokerage and I kind of laughed a little bit. And then he w- he was being really serious. And then I checked my email and I seen that no, he did. And it was literally just a big surprise. And I was quite shocked and I was um, nervous about it all. And well, a wise, a wise man once told me it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. So <laughs> that, that same wise man forgot to tell you, happy wife, happy life. Yes. I guess. I guess. <laughs> it, it, for me, it wasn't a surprise. It was kind of a transition where I, I helped start managing the uh, real estate side of the brokerage. And it just happened that way. Um, and then the previous broker owner sat me down and said, I think you're the right person for the job. And we shook hands and I made a deal with him. <laughs> then I went home and told Joanne. Yeah. <laughs> So there's this, it was a really big surprise, but obviously one that has worked out well. Absolutely. It has, yes. So risk-taking is part of who you are then, Arshad. Is that safe to say? Uh, Definitely. Okay. Actually, you guys just came back from uh, Disneyland or Disney World. We did. So what rides did you go on, Arshad? All of them. All of them, yeah. Um, That wouldn't have been me. Although sometimes I'm risk-taker, but not the ride. So, So you started in the real estate world. Started out as a realtor, moved in through management, and then became uh, the, the broker owner of uh, Century 21 Bravo in Calgary. And now you're running a s- successful brokerage and real property management enters the world. So talk to our listeners about what was there that interests you also getting involved in that side of the business? Well, for, for me, we were looking at it more as, okay, how are we going to provide more service to our agents? maybe control some more inventory. And we were doing a little bit of property management. We had maybe, I don't know, 10 or 12 doors at the time. And it was a bit of a nightmare just because the software for the real estate side didn't add up to the property management side. So it was a software nightmare. And she was, I basically, when we took over, I put her in charge of the backend accounting and doing the, the data management. And it was a nightmare. 
account reconciliations didn't work well. So like, okay, let's either we give up property management completely or we, we do it properly. So we started looking at things and that's when I uh, met with yourself and Michelle and we're looking at RPM and the systems that they have in place and it made more sense. But originally we wanted to just control some inventory and help service some of our clients and agents. Once we got into it and we seen the systems and the efficiencies and how we could scale it, we just hit the ground running with it and built it up to what it is today. Yeah. And built the ground running is, is kind of putting it mildly. You guys have increased over a hundred percent in the last year. And as one of our fastest growing offices, it's understandable because I know you both well, but both of your companies are expanding at rapid paces right now. So as this power couple trying to run these two organizations, tell our listeners, like, how do you guys structure this? Cause I think so many people would love to get into business with their partners, with their life partners. And there's this fine line of how you, how you manage everything at work and how you manage everything at home. You have a family as well on top of it. So maybe I'll turn it to you, Joanne, and, and some of the tips that, that you would maybe give the listeners in order to structure this properly. <laughs> well, truthfully, I, it was um, scary at first to think right to, to work with your spouse. And I actually believed it was going to be really difficult and it really wasn't. It's actually beneficial. Um, in our case, because we do see each other differently at work, obviously, but we do help each other. So if I'm stuck on something and if I do need help on something, I know that I could just be like, Arch, I need help. And and he's there. So I think we're on the same page when it comes to work. And I actually love it. It's, it works. Uh, you know, I think a family business is such a fantastic thing. And you're, you're really creating this legacy. And I can see as your kids start to get older, I can't wait to see, you know, where they interject and where you have them doing things. And, uh, you know, if we went back to the the old days, our shot, I could see them running around and hanging things on mailboxes and doors on the real estate side and, uh, you know, putting together all kinds of packages. And um, those are the things that my kids did back in the day. And I'm sure it'll be same but different uh, as we move through some technology, I guess, that your kids will have that mine never had. But I, I do think it's great. I think having a family business and creating this this opportunity uh, along the way. And I can see how your strengths just completely mesh. So understanding what each other's strengths are, I think you guys didn't mention it, but I think you've got that all figured out. So Arshad, you touched a little bit on the consumer experience and um, you know, kind of like providing some services for the consumer. So how do you see that there's been efficiencies in running both of these businesses that can impact the business, but then also impact the consumer? Well, there's there's quite a bit that goes into it, but you know, if the consumer is trusting a, a brokerage to sell their property or have an agent buy a property, there's already a trust factor there. The brand is pretty strong. When they turn into an investor one day or an accidental landlord, we're not handing them off to a third party that, well, we don't know, are they going to deliver the same uh, system and value and services that we provide, or are they going to drop the ball? And if that does happen, that creates long-term. It's not it's not efficient and not scalable as it would be if you have it in-house. So for the consumer impact, it's an easy transition. They know us already, and now they, it's a brand and, and, and service they trust. So we're just introducing uh, another system to them, and we continue to help them. So you're keeping the client in-house and familiar with already what you're doing. It's easy, and it's the impact is, is pretty good. We hear from our clients all the time that it was a smooth transition, and then the the inner workings between the agents, the property managers, 
it, it works out really smooth because they, they have relationships there that otherwise you wouldn't have. Right. So your property managers are working inside your real estate company. So they're building these relationships between themselves all the time, right? Absolutely. We've kind of designed it that way where everything we do is based on relationship. I'm big on relationships. I feel that business is done nose to nose, belly to belly. And in today's tech world, there's a disconnect in a way. It's good if you utilize technology, but it also can be bad if you completely disconnect that human touch. So having them all in the same building where if there's an issue or if there's a a need for something, you just walk down the hall and knock on the door and it makes life a lot easier. Makes the world a difference, I think. You know, we talk a lot in real property management about technology because technology has really changed how we do property management. It really has. But without that human element and realizing how technology can help leverage the human connection, you've missed the point, right? Because everyone wants to do business with somebody they like, know, and trust. And you can't get that from technology. You just, you can't. It can add to it, I feel but you still need to have those personal conversations and that relationship. So uh, building this, I guess, environment or culture where people are able to connect on a day-to-day basis, I think is key to the success of both of the businesses thus far. So, um, and, and I know you well enough that it is about a relationship, both of you and your staff think that, your agents think that, and your clients obviously are getting that same feel because it trickles down. Okay, so going back to the consumer perspective, when you're you're selling the properties, you're bringing in the property management piece, how do you see long-term that the property management piece will also work to give opportunity to the real estate side? Well, I'll actually answer that one because um, we're actually, we have one right now. So we had one of our property managers manage a property for, for quite a, f- I think it's been about two years and they decided to sell. And they use the property manager, who's also a realtor, and she sold the properties. We kept it in-house. So she was a property manager. Then she became the listing realtor. And then those tenants that were there, she's actually found them another unit. So we've we've kept it in-house and it works. It, it absolutely works because they've trusted her as the property manager and then as the realtor as well. So it's worked. That's awesome. And then now you are also able to help those same tenants that are being displaced, right? Yes. Did you want to add to that, Arshad? No, and another scenario. So that scenario is when the, the agent's wearing two hats there. But in a typical scenario, you've got an agent that just focuses on sales that maybe has passed on that client to the property manager. So we do have procedures in place where it preserves that relationship with the original person who referred it, maybe the agent or vice versa, the property manager. So if they ever discuss they want to sell, then that lead goes back to the agent that sent it in in the first place. So it's the same people that the client is dealing with, the original realtor and the original property manager. Mm -hmm. And any kind of reciprocating back and forth is dealt with the same people. And people want that. They like that consistent service. So it, it really helps. And it continues to nurture itself and grow into more more reciprocating business between the two sides. Right. Which is added opportunities for both your realtors and your property managers, right? So a realtor within uh, the the Bravo system with Century 21 and real property management, in my mind, just from just the two stories that you're telling, I can see how they have extra opportunity because now you have all of these properties under management that are going to need realtors at some point, right? Joanne, this one popped up, but the reality is, is that investors do sell 
And now I think you also have an, an opportunity to sell investment properties to other investors, right? And then we need that realtor to help with that. So I think the opportunities that you're creating uh, for your staff and agents is absolutely amazing. And uh, then you're keeping it all within that family. So it's awesome. So already touched on technology is not going to solve all our problems. But how do you think the technology that you've inputted into your businesses has had an impact so far? Well, the the impact has been it, it allowed us to scale, allowed us to grow quicker, to manage and handle more efficiently. But the, the biggest thing is technology, like I mentioned earlier, the human element in, and relationship is, is really big for us. What it's allowed to do is free up more of that busy to-do work for the agent and technology actually takes on some of those tasks and roles where they can actually free up some more time to build more a better relationship with the consumer. Mm-hmm. For instance, in property management, there's a lot of back and forth. And it sounds easy, but there could be so many things that can go wrong all at once. A maintenance request, an emergency, and some of that consuming time is the phone calls back and forth, who to talk to, getting the story straight. But the technology that we have in place with... Um, third-party uh, vendors where artificial intelligence comes into place and their problem is solved on the spot or it's triggered to a higher urgency and it allows that back-and-forth time-consuming element that a traditional property manager would have to handle. Technology piece handles that and then puts in the actions that are required fairly quicker. So it, it has helped eliminate a lot of the burden and allowed the agents to spend more time with the clients and build a better business. Mm-hmm. Joanne, did you want to add to that? I know you use a lot of technology in your parts of the business. Oh, yes. Um, that's actually helped us a lot. It, I think that's actually what's helped us grow is the, the right technology. And as Arshan mentioned, like the AI part has helped us a lot. And it just frees up a lot of time and it does cut down the back and forth. And it was like a do or die kind of situation. Either we just cut property manage altogether. I was actually leaning more towards that before we joined our PM. It was an absolute nightmare. And Arshad maybe knows about 5% of the real nightmare. So it was horrible. So I wanted it done. We wanted it out. We actually kind of made an agreement that property management, it was just too hard with the technology pieces that we were using. It, it didn't work. But then with this technology, I was like, wow, this is fantastic. I never even imagined it would work as beautifully as it did because everything was just set up perfectly. And that is basically the reason why I believe we can keep on growing with the technology that we're using. And it does free up the property manager's time, our time as well. So yeah, lone wolf that we had used for the, the property management just did not work. Yeah, our systems are geared towards the property management industry. And a lot of people think the industries are very alike. They're actually, as you both have learned, they're very different. And you do have to treat them as two different businesses. I do see on the real estate side where people think they can just like slide this property management piece in. And it doesn't, in my mind, I I guess I kind of thought that too. And, And maybe you thought that as well, Arshad, when you first got into this. But I realized as soon as I separated those two, and treated the property management industry different because it does have so many moving parts. We're touching the clients every single month. Whereas in real estate, that's not the type of relationship that you have with those people. So there's lots of similarities. There's tons of synergies, but 
you do have to realize they have to operate differently. And then I think it becomes super successful. And you two are just, you've shown that. You've shown that over the last couple of years on what you can do as soon as you run them differently. So I think it's, um, yeah, it's been really fun fun to watch you uh, do that. So let's talk about the future a little bit. So Century 21, real property management, there's got to be some missing pieces there that you'd like to see plugged in. Or how do you see the brands in the future working a little bit closer together? Anything you want to touch on there? Yeah. So the brand itself, both brands are, are strong brands, great support, good for the, for the consumer. It's, it's, it's well known. But what we do and the systems are one thing. It's just the systems are there. You got to use them. But it's the, the drive, the everyday consistent behaviors that can grow the two. I see a lot of, a lot more synergy. I see more property managers coming in and in Calgary's market. I think it's going to be a greater need. Property management has become more mainstream. It wasn't as mainstream as, uh, you know, maybe a decade ago. And uh, it will be a service that is required. It's you wear many hats as a landlord or an accidental landlord. It's, it's too many hats to handle. So we, we can ease that burden on the consumer, but I see it growing. I see that there's the whole goal is to bring uh, efficiencies and more services in under one building and provide more services. So there's, you know, there's an insurance piece, there's a mortgage piece, there's a circle of life as we like to call it. And we're, we're hoping to complete that. And it's these two brands that I think that can definitely achieve that. Yeah, a hundred percent. And, you know, as property management becomes more mainstream, like you said, uh, because it's very fragmented across Canada, we've had those discussions before, and we're trying to really change that as we have can provide a more consistent experience across the, the nation with the real property management systems and, and tools. But the other part of that is that how do we start uh, with somebody in their early years and kind of help them throughout their whole housing journey? And I think that we're getting to that point where we're going to be able to, to really do that. Uh, and it's interesting. But with property management growing and growing, becoming more mainstream, using using your words, you know that once things become more mainstream, they become more regulated. So I see more regulations coming into play because there's always going to be that protection factor that has to happen for the consumer, which I, I truly believe in. But I think we can help overcome that so that there's not so many things to maneuver as somebody, an excellent landlord who's trying to manage a property, five properties, um, maybe more it's becoming more challenging to do that. So our systems can really, really help them so that they just don't go sell it. Because I think the three of us truly believe in what the real estate asset can do as an investment vehicle. So we want to make sure that Canadians continue to invest in real estate and housing has never been more important. I mean, can you even open up uh, the news without hearing something about housing these days? It just doesn't happen, right? It's going to, it's going to continue. So competition wise, when you are like you have such um, a value prop for exist for realtors coming into your business. What do you see in that landscape on, on competition within the real estate brokerage and, and property management? I know for you, competitors are your friends, right? There's a competition is good. Uh, but where do you see that going as the growth of Bravo happens? Like, do you see yourself partnering with others or what kind of things do you see on that competitive landscape in both business lines, I guess? Well, um, I guess time will tell as, as we grow. Uh, I look at from adversity comes opportunity. So whenever there's a, some sort of challenge, you come up with a solution. And if the solution is maybe partnering or maybe adding another service line, 
like for instance, mortgages, uh, maybe that's the solution. It just depends on, I guess, time, time will tell. We're going to just continue to plug away. And I think our commitment to our staff, uh, our agents, our clients is that we're going to cons- be consistent. We're going to be here uh, day in, day out, and we'll, we'll continue to add value. But time will tell, I guess, where that goes. And as far as competition goes, there is no other company in Canada that I know of that can actually offer these elements with real estate, property management, and the mortgage business all in, under one umbrella and with proven systems with a long track record. So I don't, I don't think the competitors would have, it, t- it would take a very long time to catch up to build that infrastructure. And this infrastructure is there. It's existed for a very long time. So it, it's going to be challenging for competitors to, to maintain the same efficiencies and be streamlined between the three different companies. Mm-hmm. I totally agree that what we have is is very unique. That what we can offer people coming into the into the different brands and you know everything we bring the systems, the tools, the brand, the history. I think that's one thing. But I would also say that in the Calgary market, Arshad and Joanne Rashid with Century Twenty One and RPM Bravo bring such an elevated uh, culture. You guys genuinely care about your people. I see it every time you talk about your offices. And the decisions that you make are always circled around what's going to be best for your staff as well as the agents. And I think that that's something that isn't always there. And that, again, that just goes back to that human element of what you're doing. You both like to connect with people. Uh, you're incredibly connected to uh, the, the office. Uh, you can see it when you're walking around. If you get an opportunity, if you're in Calgary, please stop in. A very unique looking office and uh, ask Joanne what she thinks about the the color palette that Arshad chose because that's another interesting story. I mean, we could talk a lot about couple stories, couldn't we? Yeah, absolutely. We could. I think we, we're, we're, we're a lesson to everybody, but it goes back. Just forgiveness is better than asking permission. So just, I just do and she... She puts up a little bit of a battle, but at the end of the day, she supports me. So that's most important is uh, the support. Yeah, well, you can definitely see that between the two of you. I like to have fun with it. But uh, in in the end, you're an incredible couple. And uh, so, so much that, um, you know, not only do you have this beautiful family, but you have an RPM family and you have a Century 21 family. And I know that those people feel like they're part of your family every day that they're there. Okay, so let's start to round this out a little bit. I would like to know from both of you the best piece of business advice that you've ever received. So, Arshad, you've talked a little bit about, I hope it's not uh, better to ask for forgiveness, but maybe you could come up with another piece of business advice. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's been a lot of good advice I've received over the years, and it's I take uh, any conversation or any relationship uh, that I go into, I always try to find a one little nugget that I can take away That'll improve my life, improve the people uh, lives of people around me, including staff and clients and agents. But one of the things that stands out to me the most is that you know we're we're living busy lives. We've got goals, and you know uh, we have aspirations to do big things. And setting goals sometimes there's shortfalls, there's ups and downs. So my the best advice I ever received, and I take that to heart every day, is you know you can set a goal for a year what you're going to accomplish. You can set a goal for the next. Six months we can accomplish, but it's really what can you accomplish in a day, and what will that equal to in a week? And at the end of the year, where did you get to? So it's just like little consistent wins daily that'll add up to ultimately 
your goal or surpass your goal at the end of the year. So it's just a daily consistent behavior. And that's one thing is just be consistent and reliable. That's that's the best advice I got. And it's just the little wins every day that'll add up to, you know, the mountain you're trying to conquer at the end of the year. That's the best advice I got after the forgiveness and permission. <laughs> that's right. Uh, anything you want to add there, Joanne? Uh, for me, truthfully, with uh, with anything business in life, um, I always tell everybody, treat everybody as a friend. I feel like whenever you go into a meeting or just meeting, whether it be a new homeowner or a tenant or anything, I feel like when you really treat somebody as a friend, you do grow together on a different level. When you do speak with somebody in that kind of tone or that kind of manner, I believe you just get further with whatever it is you're trying to do. I feel like it does help. So with business, I do try and we do here at the office as well. We just try to treat everybody as a friend with respect, obviously, but I feel like with business, you really need to keep that in every conversation that you have with somebody. I love that. And it's so true, right? We're all just people. We all got stuff going on. Uh, and, and sometimes um, you don't know. There's, I always say there's six sides to every story. Uh, when you go into situations, you just really don't have the whole picture until you start talking. And if you go in with that frame of mind, you're going to get that information out and then you can move forward. So love that and love the consistency, Arshad. And we should find a win every day, right? There is always a win. Like people talk about being grateful and gratitude journals and, and that, and there's so much power there. But at the end of the day, if we're consistent, you're going to have a win every day. You can always pull something out. Absolutely. So any final words uh, with regards to business, uh, property management, real estate, the Bravo difference, anything that you want to leave our listeners with today? Uh, I think we, we said quite a bit, but maybe I will, maybe I'll do a plug. The Bravo difference. The Bravo difference is that you've got real people behind the scenes and we're just like everybody else. And we're shooting for the same common goal. And at the end of the day, it's us, our leadership team, our staff. There's almost over 100 years of experience. So you can't buy that. And that experience, I think, is worth more than anything. Uh, and that's basically the Bravo difference that we provide. Uh, we've got long, long-term long staff that, that know. And they're here just like we are consistently and reliably. So that's, that's the plug. I'll leave it with a plug for, for the Bravo difference. Okay. Well, there definitely is a Bravo difference. And Joanne and Arshad, thank you so much for coming on as a guest today. Um, I am proud to have you in the RPM system, um, but I'm even prouder to call you both friends of mine. And I look forward to continuing to grow with you as time goes on. Now that's real property management. Thanks for listening to Canada's Property Management Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating, which will help us reach more listeners. Until next time, connect with us on social media and online at realpm.ca. Today's episode is brought to you by Century 21 Canada, the gold standard in real estate. Explore listings, find an agent, and get advice at www.c21.ca.